0: You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the
1: premier source for role playing game entertainment. Welcome to Cannon Fodder, a behind the scenes look at the Glass Cannon Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Cannon Fodder. It is Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. And I'm your old pal
0: Joe O'Brien. And I'm Troy Red Carpet Premier La Valley. It's show week, good buddy! And not it that really kind of show. Is. Usually
1: we're talking about the live show when we say show week, but no, no, no. It's a whole different kind of premiere this week. As Glass Cannon Podcast Campaign 2 premieres tomorrow night! That is wild. Even that when you said is it, I don't wild. believe it. It is, it is here. It is finally here. We've been talking about it for so, so long. And now it is finally on our doorstep. Tomorrow night, we share it with everybody, everything we've been working on. Cannot wait for you all to see it. I asked you last week how you're feeling <laughs> and if this is going to be done in time. And I don't think anything has really changed. Uh, you probably feel horrible. And no, it's barely going to make it to showtime. And it's the day before. It's still not ready.
0: Let's put it off. Let's just put it off. Give us a week. Another couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Another couple months. Well, the real problem is we had a tour date this weekend, uh, which at the time, you know, we didn't know that uh, the premiere would be on September 14th when we booked this. Uh, and so that just uh, cut into some prep time. And I really just want to play Starfield and Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> and it's just this. All this work is getting in the way of that. It's really and, getting uh, in the way. <laughs> And, you know, in like three or four months, dude, I will not need to be as hands on as I am. I won't have to be the one compiling every second of this. Uh, but for right now, I just want to make sure that what goes out, I'm I'm really on top of every single second of it. And so that's just taking a lot more time than it will eventually take. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess I, I don't I'm I'm. I'm not at the point of excited yet. Like I've seen it now a bunch of times. I, I, I guess I'm excited. I, I, I am excited for people to see it, but like I can't see the, uh, the forest through the trees at this point because there's just still a lot of puzzle pieces left to put in, you know, going right up until Thursday at 8 PM. I mean, the work, the, 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 the like creative work is pretty much done at this point. It's just now labor and like finesse. Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah it's it's one way or another it's it's happening and i'm also like already having to start to edit episode two which is crazy like yeah Yeah. so we just
1: finished (laughs) a little peek behind the curtain we just finished the tease for the show compiling the tease for the show that's going to open it up and like the you know hours and hours and hours went into that 60 to 75 seconds you know what i mean like it's just so detailed and so fine-tuned and it was so exciting to be like and now it's done and we can put it in the episode let's rock and then i sent francis an email and i was like can you meet in one hour to start the one for episode two like it's (laughs) it's time you know what i mean now we're rocking and rolling
0: yeah it's uh the the you know, this is one of the reasons we waited as long as we did is because we wanted to get these things banked. Um, but there's just so much that's gone into the preparation for episode one. It really is, uh, uh, you know, going to the 11th hour to get it ready. And then a lot of the work that was done to get episode one ready. Now that's all done. The intro video, the, this, the, that, the stinger, the music, the bum, the boop, like all that shit's done. So now it's just like, Oh, I got to edit an hour episode. I used to do that all the time. Uh, and then eventually I'm just I won't even be editing them. I'll just be watching them and giving notes. But for right now, I I, I like jumping back in there. It's fun. I'm not saying I miss editing because uh, we did that a lot, but uh, it is it is kind of fun to get back in. Yeah, I I actually yeah again
1: I I also don't want to say I enjoy editing. Like I'd I'd rather not have to do it, but there is something. There's a little like uh, injection of. Uh, what do you get when you exercise? I'm not familiar with exercise. People talk Endorphins. about. Endorphins? Yeah. Like you get like this little <laughs> injection. There's like this little natural high that comes from a great edit. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. when you cut something perfectly well and it just sounds like, it sounds like you invented something. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just like, this didn't really happen and I created it like I'm a god. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah, because you <laughs> and I really will fun. agonize over like things that the end user would never even know or care about that we put all that work into you In know it's just because we don't want you to know that there was an edit there and so sometimes we take some, i mean i i fucking will agonize over a millisecond just to make it sound like there isn't an edit there but i think that's that's why you know we are who we are because that's sh- the giant slayer was tight and uh it has a lot to do with you and i being Pretty damn good editors, I think. <laughs> uh, well, we have, I was going to say, like every fodder episode, I'm like, we've got a
1: lot to get into today. Uh We don't have a lot today. This is going to be like a little relaxing, chill-ass fod because we have two huge situations that are like, Uh, Well, three huge situations, I should say That we can't really talk about that much One, SideQuest Side it's It's over, and it didn't, you know Well, the the season is over, and so we don't Have a new app, a fresh app to talk about We have the premiere, which is tomorrow night We can't talk about that at all Because we can't give anything away, and then We also have the huge News that we mentioned last week about the Alpha Working for the new subscription Service, well, the beta is Underway, we'll talk about that for a little bit But, uh, you know, that is also kind of in limbo right now and it's working through the testing process so there isn't a whole whole lot to talk about so i'm just gonna do a few news items and then we're gonna hang out and have some fun
0: even the boston show we can't talk about that because if you weren't there you haven't seen it yet but exactly. man that was uh that was a really good time hell of a show <laughs> hell of a show but this, uh, the
1: whole tour this
0: year has just been fantastic
1: it has it has and you know what else it's been it's been a little bit tighter just because there's less shows um, yeah. you know, and the, the whole year there's just less shows cause we got started late. So it's, it's a little bit more, uh, focused and pinpointed in each one. We're sort of enjoying so much and putting so much into that. I think that they're really, they're really shining on stage. Also, there isn't a single venue that should expect you to do a show less than two hours and 40 minutes now, I guess this is yeah, the, new, I mean, the new normal.
0: I've been going long. Well, I like, guess I'm really enjoying playing. I said it at the, uh, talk back to the Boston show. It's like, I could have played till midnight easy it just (laughs) yeah i didn't want to stop i didn't want to stop it does it gets like it it gets frustrating you know it's great being
1: on a stage it's the coolest thing ever for sure but like imagine being at your friends and and having like the best session ever and you're only two (laughs) hours in and you just have to stop yeah you know like it's just come
0: on you want to just keep it going. It's a good time. We only have three shows left. We got uh, October shows: Chicago and St. Louis. St. Louis was sold out. We opened up more tickets, and now those are almost sold out. I think there's like 27 uh, of the 60 tickets that we released for St. Louis, and then Chicago. Chicago started to wake up. Uh, we're we're well over 200. Uh, I think we still got probably 75 or so left. Let's go, Chicago! Don't be that that town that we don't come back to. And then Philly, pff, already over 200 sold, and we got months to go for the christmas spectacular yeah philly's gonna be fantastic my whole family is coming it's gonna be a blast uh i think my my wife might even be there my wife dude i'm excited for the after after party where i just get to hang with your fam at a bar somewhere that no one knows about (laughs) yeah and they are all like just glass eyed, like no one at home they're
1: just so plastered like the chance to get away from the kids oh man it's gonna be it's gonna be a night uh, all right, let's just go through a few news items here. And then okay. uh, I got a little fun game for you for the end of the show. First off, I want to go through details. Like we were talking about being detail-oriented in editing. We want to be detail-oriented in the release of Glass Cannon Podcast Campaign 2. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear. If we okay. haven't been already, if we have been for you and you understand, then great. Sorry. Just give us a second here. But for those that are still maybe a little bit confused about the process here, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, this show is going to premiere on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The 8 p.m. Only Eastern time. time that matters. It's going to be an awesome, awesome, like a, the same thing that we used to do on Twitch. You're going to be able to get together, watch it as it airs live. It's not actually live, but as it premieres on TV, you will get to watch it with the nation. And everyone will be there. You get to chat, you can hang out, you can make comments, or whatever. That is going to be on YouTube, not on Twitch. That is going to air from 8 p.m. until the end of the show. And then at midnight, it's going to release as a podcast on the main Glass Cannon podcast feed. And that will be the new cadence from now on for Glass Cannon podcast campaign, too. It will premiere on Thursday nights on YouTube. It will release immediately after. On podcast. So every Friday morning, if you're not a YouTube watcher, every Friday morning when you wake up and you head to work, you should see the next new episode of uh, Gatewalkers, should be on your phone.
0: Yeah. So uh, for if you fell off, you know, and you'd stop subscribing to the Glass Cannon podcast feed, resubscribe if you were part of that Spotify mishap, because basically we, we moved to a new hosting thing and the hosting thing that we were part of, fucked it all up, basically. And in the 301 redirect, everyone that was subscribing via Spotify lost it. Now the C, we're talking to the CEO of the Spotify podcasting uh, to try and fix this, uh, so that people don't have to resubscribe. But in the meantime, you do have to resubscribe. And hey, while you're at it, how about you leave a five star John for your old buddies? Cause that really helps, but you gotta subscribe to that. And, uh, and then the new episode will drop right away at midnight and the video will be available for everyone. After the show uh, airs, where it's going to be on YouTube, it immediately becomes available as a VOD, uh, and you can just watch that for free. So, and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well because that'll update you when things are happening. And it looks good for us, or you know, we would we want to get to hundred thousand subscribers on there because then you get a nice little plaque. That's it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I don't want to accidentally say
1: anything. I know. I saw about you. The experience the
0: experience
1: you're in for tomorrow night. I suggest you watch it on YouTube if you're able to. Even if you're a podcast listener,
0: just check it out on YouTube. It, it'll be worth it. You're, asked, you're also going to see some other stuff. So, just ch- ch- check it out. Now, here's the thing. I asked you a couple weeks ago, and I misspoke. I said, are you going to watch the premiere, or are you going to watch football? And I said, it's going to be Chiefs Lions. And you're like, I'm watching the premiere. Well, it turns out I got my weeks mixed up, mess, mixed up, and it's going to be Eagles-Vikings during mm-hmm. the premiere. Joe, where do your allegiances lie? Uh, My
1: allegiances? Uh, I am an extremely fickle fan, so I will be watching the premiere of the Glass Cannon Podcast campaign, too, so that I don't have to watch the garbage Philadelphia Eagles lose at home to the Minnesota
0: Vikings. Oddly enough, I'll be watching the eagles vikings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because you will take chat. a certain joy in watching
0: them lose <laughs> i i i'll be betting on the vikings and uh but i'll be watching the chat but i've seen this episode now four times Do you yeah. want to watch it before the premiere uh i've got no. i've got a cut you can i watch. don't
1: have time anymore like i, I b- between now and then i really just don't have it so i thought about that and i just don't have it so that's, that's another reason i'm excited to watch because i haven't seen huge chunks of it yet so i'm, I'm excited Okay. Uh, all, right, all right. So we'll, I mean, most of us will be there. We'll be hanging out. Hopefully, you know, we can see in chat and all that kind of, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't like sign into YouTube with my own personal thing. I'm such an old man. Like I just I use know. glass cannon YouTube. So like I, I have to like get my own YouTube profile
0: so I can chat with people. <laughs> We're bad ambassadors. Yeah. As well as the same thing of me being like lobbies logged in as glass cannon. If I chat, people are like, Oh, Hey big Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say something horribly offensive, it's like, oh, that's the official word from the glass cannon. Uh, uh, yeah, but man, that's happening. It's crazy. So many so many months, I guess a year at this point, uh, and then some uh, leading up to this day. And at the end of the day, it's just the beginning. Let's get people excited about this. Let's b- continue to build the niche and uh, get back to where we were uh, when Giant Slayer ended. Yeah. All right, so
1: a couple more pieces of news. For those of you that were at Gen Con, you may have seen we released Series 2 pins. Uh, oh, man. All new characters, a whole new slate of awesome pins. They have gone up in the merch store. So uh, for those of you that haven't been back to the merch store in a while, maybe we're looking to refresh and see some new items. Head over there now. Um, what is it? com slash store. And you can uh, check out these new pins. If you're a pins person, you got to see Angeline's artwork and the new slate of characters from GCN history,
0: epic characters from GCN history in in series two. However, not surprisingly, Roger Cumstone pins are completely sold out. (laughs) (laughs) You got to reorder, dude. Yeah, we have not done a reorder of Series 1. These are like limited edition jaunts, but you uh, might have to give the people what they want. Uh, if you have like, uh, I think we ordered something like 50 of each. Does that sound right? Or 100 of each? I uh, don't. You know, 100 of each, I think. It might have been 100 of each. And like once they're gone, they're, they have been gone. Uh, we sold out of some of the Series 1. Um, but right now, old Roger Comstone is the only one sold out. Series 2, they're pretty sweet. You got Ethel Merman, Suki, Eris, Xantar, Tiny Murder Clown. Love Tiny Murder Clown. Della, Nestor, Sir Willamette in Lexington, Bobby Walford, Vicky Ricci, and Neil Bachman. <laughs> good crew. A good crew. Definitely uh, go check that out. Bunch new p- shirts,
1: too. You jumped on and played a little Baldur's Gate last week. We teased on fodder that it was oh going to be happening. And then you actually jumped on and played. And I heard that there was some nudity.
0: There was. In and your stream. Yes, it was, it was me. I uh, flashed <laughs> my penis uh, to the camera. It's not appropriate. Uh, really trying to it's – it's September on Twitch. Oh, <laughs> give the people what they want, as you say. No, it wasn't my penis, but I did show my character's penis. I don't know what the rules are, but uh, you give me an option to show nudity. I'm going to show new today. <laughs> yeah, we don't know the rules. We'll, I'm sure we'll be banned shortly from Twitch. it um, yeah, will be taken down. It was a fun stream, though, man. What a great, great game. And I knew this going in, but it, it's better than I thought. Uh, the graphics are better, and the fact that it really feels like an RPG sesh where you get to roll the dice and try and hit DCs for checks. Because I played Original Sin, 170 hours of it. Uh, I just didn't stream it. I played it because I, I enjoy it more when I don't stream But uh, I can't wait for Thursday just because I have a dedicated two hours where I can just play that game. Because in my off time, I'd like to play Starfield. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And now you're back into it tomorrow uh, with a
1: little bit more Baldur's Gate. So anybody who wants to check out – what's his name? old
0: stiff dickerson (laughs) old stiff dickerson elf wizard extraordinaire (laughs) stiff dickerson with penis d check him out tomorrow at
1: uh at twitch.tv slash the glass cannon um, what else, what else, what else? Oh, so I had mentioned previously that the, uh, that the new subscription service we've been working on, uh, was in an alpha and we actually in the last week have, uh, instituted a beta. We put out a post to people that were interested, uh, and we got a ton of, uh, people requesting to jump in on it and they've jumped in and uh, now we've got, uh, lots and lots of people that are checking it out, helping us out with little bugs. So it's, it's moving along nicely and we're hoping in the next few weeks we can bring uh, everybody over is the plan, but
0: uh, little by little. Yeah. Uh, beta was super smooth. Uh, and, and like any hiccups people are having at this point are mostly cosmetic. Uh, like, oh, my subscribe button was to the left instead of the right. And uh, the devs are working uh, they super fast to fix any of those issues. But in terms of getting access to the content, connecting your Patreon so that it knows what you had before and uh, is carried over to your new account, like, everything has been super smooth. And uh, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. People, yeah. I saw someone say, like, I used to dread a new episode of Blood of the Wild just because of what a pain in the ass it is to find on Patreon. It's like, <laughs> I would just wait sometimes because i'm like i don't feel like looking for it and uh they were part of the the second uh, the the hundred people that we brought over to the beta last week and they were like that was the most enjoyable monday morning to just wake up and i'm like oh i have it right there uh so on its own so, feed bing bang boom that's yeah, great yeah. So, uh, we were,
1: <laughs> well, I don't have to get into it. We'll, we'll keep touching base on this as we move forward. Speaking of moving, yeah, we'll have
0: like updates on this service every week
1: in the coming weeks. So I don't think it's going to
0: happen pretty fast. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to, it's going to happen pretty quickly. And once it fully happens, like it, you, you'll have to, you'll have to move over. Patreon will be essentially, uh, defunct. We'll, we'll, for the next, you know, X amount of months, we'll keep, uh, we'll make sure that we're still putting stuff on there. But at a certain point, it'll be an official switchover. So you'll have to make the, uh, make the jump. And, uh,
1: speaking of moving forward and, uh, staying in tune with fodder in the coming weeks, fodder itself is changing next week. I mean, those of you that listen to it on the podcast, you're not going to notice anything different. However, those of you that. Would love to see the video of Cannon Fodder as we record it. We're going to be releasing that video. So as we do this show every week, we just hang out on a video call and uh, and talk through the news of the week and the We Are Stupids. We look back at the episode, et cetera, and we're going to continue to do that, release it as a podcast every Wednesday. However, on Wednesday, there's also going to be a YouTube video of it if you'd like to watch it. So there will be a video component to FOD if you'd like to join. And as part of that changeover, we are going to bring back listener mail, which I'm very excited for. It has been sorely missing in my life. And it was so fun to do it last week when fodder was live. So the way listener mail is going to work, because the show is not going to be live, is you're gonna have to mail in like the old days, like the original days of fodder, we're gonna have you email in your questions, and we will pick the best of the best. And we'll probably get in one or two each week uh, on the show. Those questions can be anything from generic network stuff to generic, uh, GM or gaming questions about your game to, uh, specific, you know, stuff about that week's episode of GCP campaign to anything that you want to get in there. We're not going to record it until the last minute. So hopefully, uh, we should be able to get your questions before, you know, after you've already listened to that week's episode and you could, um, ask some hard hitting behind the scenes questions, questioning Troy's GMing, you know, those, those kind of things. That's what we want to hear
0: from you. I think it's gonna be fun, you know, because one, one of the sponsors is Demiplane and we're really going to be digging into the back end of, uh, or not the, I guess the front end of the Pathfinder Nexus and showing, uh, you know, stat blocks showing different, uh, rules stuff visually. You know, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, for people who enjoy to watch the show visually, but you certainly won't have to. Um, we just think it'll be a good companion to the new show. Character art.
1: Character you know, art. we could probably throw up some character art for people that didn't see it on the premiere. So yeah, there's gonna be there be a lot of a lot of fun stuff. Um for Show listener mail for listener mail, email contact at glasscannonnetwork.com. Contact the dot com and make sure you just put listener mail in the subject. Just make the subject listener mail, and that way we'll be able to find which ones are uh, requesting to be read on Cannon
0: fodder. So and, yeah, and don't get cute with it. Don't write listener mail zony. because when we search listener mail, it won't come up. If you exactly, read, we are just right, searching.
1: Mail. Exactly,
0: <laughs> listener mail. Two words.
1: <laughs> don't be a weirdo. M A <laughs> was just picturing some dude being like, "I'm a listener mail." M A L E. Don't get cute. Don't get clever. Just type listener mail. And then you can get cute and clever in your question. And we definitely won't answer those ones. <laughs> uh, we just answer the hard-hitting questions. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. There's no we are stupid this week. Uh, we have a week off from being stupid. So, what <laughs> I figured, uh, what I'd love to do in honor – Of the premiere this week, and as a way to not discuss the premiere this week in any way and not spoil anything, I'd like uh, to go on a little journey with you and look back at the many, many openings to campaigns we have experienced together. Oh, okay. And I'd like, in classic – I don't want to turn a a bunch of listeners off here by saying sports fashion, but as – Sports people, uh, people who love sports, Troy and I also tend to participate in fantasy football. And in fantasy football, you end up doing a whole lot of ranking. So as part of this, this little game, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, we're going to go through the big opens of the campaigns we've played together. And not only the ones that the nation knows, but also some that they don't because we, they were, they never aired. And we're just going to rank. The best openings (laughs) to campaigns, and we're going to rank all of them. So that means ultimately there will be a
0: worse opening, and that's going to be sad for whoever's that GM. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be sad. Sadder still, but that I don't remember any of the ones I didn't GM. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, well, you remember this one because the one that I could
1: not remember. All right. So there's going to be minor spoilers here, Nash, for maybe APs that you want to play or haven't played or whatever. Minor, minor spoilers, because it's all going to be very vague. But uh, for example, this, these are the only notes that I have. Uh, Rise of the Rune Lords. The campaign opening is a goblin attack at a festival like that's that's the opening so that that sums it all up it's not really all about our personal game so much it also is not going to be let's bring up ruins of aslant it's not going to be the huge pre-written scene that skid did to kick off that campaign it's not that it's the, the campaign itself when the players first started playing what when were they first
0: rolling dice what were they oh, doing so we're talking about inciting events essentially not essentially. not the the episodes and what we thought exactly. of the episodes okay that You're i are talking can about remember. inciting
1: yeah. events so rise of the rune lords is a goblin attack at a festival i don't i there's one on this list i don't remember okay. what is jade regent's inciting
0: event um there is uh the sheriff uh um, wants you to investigate uh these um Goblins that are using fireworks to scare travelers that are coming up the uh, – I feel like it's called like the Long Coast Road or something. Not I think Gold you're right. I Coast think that's Road. exactly
1: it, actually. So, and so then you when, when we and you started realize, that, we yeah. met in a tavern. Yeah. Like in, in uh, Amako's tavern. And yeah. the sheriff just walked in and was like, I've got a mission for
0: people who want to go hunt goblins. Like, is that I, how it actually started? I don't think the sheriff walked in per se. I think there was like a bulletin up. Uh, that was looking for people to help with this problem. Okay. But maybe the sheriff. So we, so, so we, so you it up. all mailed this bulletin. You showed up at the tavern to be like, all right, we'll, we'll take care of it. It was something like that. But so it's like, it's like clear the the road of dangers kind of
1: clear the bandit you know the bandits out in this case they're goblins but it's like clear the road uh of dangers all right so just briefly going down the list rise of the rune lords is a goblin attack at a festival jade regent is a mission to go out and clear the road of people that are harassing uh the citizens uh giant slayer is a tug of war Mm -hmm. into uh, essentially a murder mystery so it's a tug of war into a murder mystery inciting event uh, ruins of Aslant, from my recollection is you are shipboard like toward a, an unknown event and the inciting events are primarily meeting NPCs and in, like intrigue. It's like a lot of role play and intrigue and you're getting to know the factions and, uh, and the people on the boat. And then there's like a, an encounter with some fish that are like, like fish people that are trying to harm the boat. You remember is this? Is that what
0: it is? Yeah. vaguely.
1: But it's primarily like NPCs on the boat. Um, yeah. Oh, you don't know this one, so it's going to be hard for you to rank, obviously. But um, maybe I should just leave it out. But Quest for the Frozen Flame is a wild hunt. It's like it just opens on a hunt of a okay. big creature where everybody has to participate. Um, Strange Aeons
0: is a nightmare one. and death. It's essentially character death is like it's how it's the opens. best when you wake up in a shared dream and mm-hmm. everyone dies yeah. and then wakes up and so like oh god i mean to me it's sorry spoiler alert that's number one I'm writing
1: it down troy <laughs> number one strange aeons good to know yeah uh, it's,
0: a, it's my favorite dead one.
1: sons inciting event is a shootout at the docks right that's essentially what it is it's a you shootout meet your at the contact docks. and he gets shot and killed yeah and, and you're like what no yeah. uh, it's very very cool um I was going to uh, put in here something for you to to weigh in on if you wanted to. Agents of Edgewatch, I know you played a little bit of that opening uh, off screen. I never played it. Can you sum it up? Was there like a clear inciting event or was it not really? I have no memory. I have no memory of it. Yeah, I I don't know. And then uh, (laughs) I think I have one more here. Wrath of the Righteous opens on like a mythical war of beasts over – a fucking festival. A dragon so, fighting so a, a demon. It's a dragon fighting a demon over top of a festival as yeah. like like the demons swarm on this small village. Echo um, Quest, you know, I guess Emerald Spires, it doesn't really have a... No, it has no real inciting event uh, okay. per the book. The one that I chose to do was like, you all met at like this druid's hut and she was, like, creepily talk, telling you about the Legend of the Emerald Spire or something like that. So I, was I, so I tried funny thinking
0: of these and now thinking of Gatewalkers because you done it Matt. I know. It's so different. Yeah, it's I can't, so
1: different. I can't so different. say anything. the same thing. So uh, I left right. out Get in the Trunk. I left out Time for Chaos. Um, I don't know if you want to include those. Get in the Trunk is essentially – investigate a dead agent's apartment. like That's the inciting event of the whole thing. It's like, someone that was a part of this died, and you have to go root through their shit. And I don't know how time... I can't remember how Time for Chaos opened. What the inciting event... But that was a prologue.
0: Yeah. I think Wrath of the Righteous is probably my number two. Okay. Um, I think Strange Aeons just... Wrath of the Righteous would have been one if Strange Aeons didn't have such a cool premise. Like, I remember doing that live in LA, and you... Died uh, right away, and I, I was trying. I was like, "How do I do this in a way that the first person who dies thinks that they really fucking died immediately?" And so I was like playing it up. I'm like, "Oh no." Uh- 36 points, there. you're like, what? And you die. And then when the second person dies, you start to realize, oh, okay, we're all going to die. But then, of course, you actually die in the episode. It's my favorite, like, when you wake, it's just, it's my favorite sort of uh culmination of things that happen. But to me, that opening, you wake in a shared dream, and you are helpless against this thing that just kills you. And then you kind of wake up in an asylum, in a jail, and you see this woman torturing someone, and you're like. How do we break out? Are we next? Unbeatable, I think, in my opinion. (laughs) Uh, I agree with you.
1: And I think, honestly, I think that that's going to make it a clear uh, top two. However... Uh, I do go Wrath of the Righteous as my number one. I think it's the most epic opening of anything I've ever played. But Strange Aeons is obviously so creative and clever and awesome. So uh, we swap one and two there. I am number one, Wrath of the Righteous. Number two, Strange Aeons. Uh, Number three, you would have to choose between uh, Rise of the Rune Lords, Giant Slayer, uh, Dead Sons. Maybe... uh,
0: Dead Sons might be a number three. I think yeah. that like if I start to work towards the bottom I think that uh, Rise of the Rune Lords is my is probably the least interesting to me followed by Runes of Aslant. Uh, those those campaigns get more interesting although I actually didn't like Rise of the Ruins. It's one of the reasons I left. Um, but I think Rise of the Ruins just goblin at the time. That was probably really cool. But I, I remember I don't like goblins, and so I just that's that's low for me. And then Ruins of Aslan. I remember it being a lot of role playing up front, which isn't what I like. And then when it got to the fish people, that was cool. But like you have to include both, um, which would also make Giant Slayer very low on the list for me. I'll put Giant Slayer slightly head of of ruins of aslan but like that's a lot of role playing an info dump into a tug of war now obviously if you have the yeah <laughs>
1: yeah i mean we made it into tom exposition which was yeah. a wonderful thing but that's not actually the you know the inciting event the design of the ap is more about um i don't know i i think it might go a little higher on my list just because of I think that the tug of war is an interesting mechanic. Sure, we might have looked back on it with, um, with um, not what's the word I'm looking for, uh, nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Like it might get an extra boost because of the nostalgia of of actually finishing that long campaign. But I think it's a really interesting way in a pre written adventure to get adventurers rolling dice and getting to know each other and not have to actually fight anything you know, uh and not have to have any intrigue either. It was like a weird yeah. middle ground that they found. So I thought it was pretty clever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I and, and also it's symbolic, this tug of war and, and the war to come. I I there's a lot of reasons for sent I'm trying to not be sentimental about it. I think if you take it at face value, less interesting than what we did with it. Um Jade Regent, I I don't really fully remember, um, but I knew it you were investigating like stolen fireworks or something and then it leads you to something really cool yeah Uh, yeah it takes a while into that investigation
1: before it really sort of bursts open and i mean i don't know i don't know if that's something that you that you share as part of it right like is the open of giant slayer a tug of war or is the open in a larger sense you know the the murder of of roger grath you know, is that really the thing? Because with Jade Regent, it's not <laughs> – the missing fireworks are not really the thing. In right. short order, maybe in a at the end of the first session or second session for a regular game, you would discover the thing that really kicks off that mystery. And it is so cool. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think if you get to, to be more fair to it, you got to give it a little bit more juice. Some of them get it in quicker, like Dead Sons. You know, you just – You don't even really need to know what the mystery is. Your contact is killed right in front of you. And then you're in a firefight in in a dock with with strangers you've never met before. And you all have to be on each other's side. It's so cool. So some do it quick, some do it a little slower. But they are all, you know, opens in their own way.
0: Yeah. Now, I don't know anything about... the uh, Rise of the Mammoth Lords. What the hell is it called? <laughs> a Quest for the Frozen Flame. Quest for the Frozen Flame. But a Wild Hunt sounds pretty fucking cool. It was. It was. And it, and it
1: truly was like the opening scene is basically in the snow at like dawn, and it's just like all of the hunters moving together, and that's how you introduce each character, and then. Before you even like really talk to each other, you, you, you barely talk to each other, but you do actually get some agency to decide, like, how are we going to approach this attack? And it's a big ass creature. I don't want to give it all away, but it's like, how are we going to all work together to bring this beast down? And, and then immediately you're just rolling dice. And it's just, you know, determining things about your character in a very early way, in an action packed way that you can kind of carry through. So I'm actually going to put that forth for me. Uh, Quest for the frozen flame behind dead sons. I think I also have to put dead sons third the way you did. I. I it's just so
0: good. It's so good the way that it opens. Yeah. I, uh, wait, dead sons has moved to third now. Oh no. Yeah. Third. That's where yeah. I have mine. Yeah. De- yeah. You, you had dead sons at that third. I thought you said, uh, strange. That's crazy. Uh, I just downloaded, uh, the brine wall legacy <laughs> jade region uh, book one just to try and, <laughs> and you're like browsing through it yeah i'm just browsing man this, this is the first thing i ever gm <laughs> it's bringing you back yeah i remember seeing the map for brine stump marsh and being like how the hell do i do this there's no maps <laughs> it's just uh letters i gotta draw the maps how does this work <laughs> uh, yeah, there's the first encounter
1: and everything. You head off to Brine Stump Marsh. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that the, name yeah, of the place? fires
0: over Brine, Brine Stump. There's like reports that the Licktoed Goblins of Brine Stump Marsh have grown unusually aggressive, uh, because they've found a supply of fireworks and all these caravans that are coming up that road, the Lost Coast Road, uh, between that connects Magnum to the sandpoint. Uh, they're, they're being harried. And so, uh, Basically, the sheriff, Sheriff Baylor Hemlock, uh, has restored Sandpoint's old goblin bounty after several years of inactivity. So, you guys are just chasing that bounty. And then you uh, can- he's the guy in Rise of the Rune Lords. Yeah. He's the yeah. sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all, all the Rise of the Rune Lord characters, well, a lot of them are, are here. Yeah. yeah like Shalalu, Amako. Yeah. A lot of connective tissue. Um, oh my That's God. That's really, really this cool. This is so cool. we will never finish this, but man, was it fun. <laughs> We'll never finish. it. We didn't know what the hell we were doing, and we loved every second of it. <laughs>
1: we didn't need to know what we were doing; it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. Um, yeah, up, uh, up, 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 All right. Yeah, I think I'm going to put Quest for Frozen Flame. Then I'm going to go Giant Slayer because I really like. I honestly really like the um, the tug of war into the into the murder mystery. Then I'll do. Rise of the Rune Lords, then Jade Regent, and then Ruins of Aslan. Last, uh, I do not like role playing early in a game. I just want to roll dice when I get there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is fun to jump in uh, and start playing, Um, but it's interesting. Like now that you know Gatewalkers, where would you put it?
1: (laughs) I can't. I can't say.
0: We'll talk about it next week. It's it's different. It's it's definitely different, and I think you and I share the like. We just want. Sometimes you just want to learn by rolling. That's why. I love Strange Aeons. It's because you, you get, it's back-to-back encounters. One is a fake-out encounter and one is a real encounter, but you're just thrown into it. And you also don't know anything about yourself yeah. other than maybe your name, but even your name, we didn't discover until X amount of episodes in. It's just, it can't be beat. I want to play more like that.
1: Yeah, and and so and let me expand for a second uh, before we wrap up here on Wrath of the Righteous. I loved Wrath of the Righteous so much, and it is my favorite ever because not only is it do you see creatures beyond imagining that are part of this initial combat, but. The real inciting event, like you don't you you kind of fight in that event, but not not really. What really happens is it basically destroys the city to such rubble that you are kind of knocked underground. Remember? And mm-hmm. so you actually it's like it feels like a video game prologue because you truly like pick yourself up out of the rocks and the people you have happened to fall through the ground with is your starting party is like your are you know what i mean because it's just great. random people in a town square and so the, but then there's also like three npcs that also fall down there with you and they all have their individual personalities motivations stories to like you know and then you have to start working your way through the old tunnels under the city to find your way to the surface again to see if there's anyone That's even great. alive up there i mean it's just a really strong really strong open yeah. Um, yeah, I'd put that. Yeah, up so there. I think that's it. So for you, it's Strange Aeons, Wrath of the Righteous, Dead Sons, Jade Regent, Ruins of Aslant, Giant Slayer, Rise of the Rune
0: Lords. I'll put Giant Slayer. i put Giant Slayer ahead of uh, Rise and Ruins.
1: Okay. So, and Jade. So Jade. And Jade. Okay. Yeah. So Giant Slayer, Slayer then Jade,
0: Ruins, Rise
1: giant jade ruins rise. okay great so yeah we're pretty we're pretty close on these i mean i think that there isn't too much of a stretch one to the other um i really like rise of the rune Lords again because of that you know yes it's a classic festival but i like when the enemy just like comes on you you don't have to do any investigating and you just have to start defending yourself and I, I like that concept so yeah um that's why it's up there but yeah ruins of aslant i like the imagery a lot skid's opening scene was wonderful Uh, Going, you know, his opening scene, if you recall, was 10,000 years before the events of the campaign started. So that's just very cool. But like the the idea of being on a ship in the middle of the ocean heading to an unknown place and just talking to people is interesting. It is. It's just not my favorite way to start because I like to I don't know my character yet. So it's hard to role play before I've. I get to know my character by fighting and losing <laughs> or, you know, uh trying something else and rolling dice and seeing how these events play out, then I start to get to know my character a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the problems with the AP for us is that like I think a big part of that AP was getting to know the colonists and, and forming relationship with them and then doing these what I assume were like mini games that gave you points to other things and we like could not be less interested in, in any of that. Like I didn't What's the shame? i didn't know any of the people's names i didn't care like i just wanted to go explore the mystery uh and so that that made it tricky and uh right out the gate it's like here is 50 npcs i'm like i'd rather jump off this boat and drown then
1: i that. know and i feel bad for <laughs> skid too i mean running 50 npcs is so much work it's 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 a lot i know he's um, up there tap dancing and we're just like can we get to the combat yeah it's it is a shame uh but it it is hard because it's such a fascinating mystery. Like, that's what you want to go do. You know, I mean, we even said it out loud multiple times where we we voiced this exact frustration where it was just like, we don't want to deal with town politics. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, colonial politics is really uninteresting to us. We want to go slay things. But, you know, the reality of the situation was in order to – be a strong and defended colony. It had to stick together, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, Skid knew what he was doing, but it was, it was tough to get, uh, to understand what was going on with all of those freaking NPCs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like giant Slayer for that too. Giant Slayer also had a lot of NPCs early on, but at a certain point, you just sort of like head out and you're just on this grand adventure for a long time and there's no home really, you know, which which helps with adventuring because you just keep adventuring. You don't have to keep coming back and like,
0: we'd like to vote on building a wall. <laughs> yeah. The only reason those NPCs had any significance beyond the beginning of book two is because we made it uh, significant. We made True Now and those people significant as written – once you leave at the beginning of book two, you never talk to them again.
1: <laughs> yeah, what a wild adventure! Yeah. Well, a new wild adventure is going to begin tomorrow night at eight o'clock Eastern on YouTube. The premiere Crazy. of Glass Cannon Podcast Crazy. Campaign Two. You'll get it Friday at midnight uh, on your podcast uh, on the the classic GCP feed. You'll find it there. A new adventure begins. Uh, I hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm so excited for you to to check it out. Um, it's happened, I, man. That's all I got,
0: buddy. Uh, let me know if you got anything else before we get out of here. No, it's uh, probably about two, three years of, uh, of a new show starts tomorrow night. Starts tomorrow. Two to three years of a new show. Uh, can't wait to share it with all of you. All right.
1: Have a good time tomorrow night, everybody. Can't wait for fodder next week. It's going to be on YouTube. We're going to have listener mail. Email contact at glasscanonnetwork.com with your questions. Put listener mail on the subject. Until then, enjoy the premiere of Gatewalkers. We'll talk to you next week.